0: And welcome to our return to the conclusion of part two of Book of Avatar part two of three...
1: <laughs> what?
0: Books. Oh,
1: Sorry, my. very confu- That was very overcomplicated.
0: It is, but it's also true. You got me, Zinger.
1: <laughs> and Tom Ellie, I guess.
2: And you got me, Berg Singsay. Ah, very
0: well. I'm going to come up with a name this time. Thank you, Berg. So, well. we left off on episode nine episode 29 of the entire season but episode nine of avatar the last airbender book two earth now we are continuing from here on to the end of book two which as i told eric and as i've i think i even established on the episode that the first part of this season while being good is a tick 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 up a roller coaster and Eric as the um guinea pig in the coal mine.
2: In Avatar words it would have to be some sort of like combined animal like Yes. Like, like the uh the the canary gopher or something like that. Uh the guinea peat. Canary pig.
0: There we go.
1: Ooh, canary pig. pig.
0: Yes, in the coal mine. Sounds adorable. Um What can you tell, like, what were your initial, I, I guess, initial thoughts on the second half of this? Because, as I said, there's the tick, tick, tick. In my opinion, up to the roller coaster, down dive, and swirls, and everything else. But maybe I'm wrong on that. So, Eric, go ahead.
2: Yeah, no, this was um, you. You weren't lying, like, really starting with the desert going forward, because that really set the tone for where we got to for the end of the season and I mean it was just like one thing after another um I couldn't get enough I was like I gotta keep watching
0: awesome well we will of course get your predictions and stuff for the final season of the show but we first have to get through this so on that note I believe we did favorite characters through each part so before we get into the first episode, Eric, favorite character through this part of season two?
2: Um, gosh, I think I'm going to probably have to go with Uncle Iroh. Man, he was awesome. Like, I've loved him from the beginning, but he was just super badass the second I, half. I loved him.
0: I One of my favorite Iroh moments is coming up. I mean, there's a few of them, but this, they, they, there's one of them that I'll talk about when it gets to that episode. Ellie, favorite character for part two of book two?
1: I'm gonna say it's a tie Ooh. between Iroh and Toft.
0: Dang it, you both took my picks.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Go ahead on why.
1: Um Toft has a lot of growth, mm-hmm. especially near the very end, which I'm sure we'll get into.
0: Oh, yes. Um, ability level growth, yes. not character growth.
1: Yes, ability well, level growth. Ah, so. No. Um and um, I mean, Iroh, because he's Iroh. Um, I just love seeing how he proves time and time again that just because he's a firebender does not mean that he's evil.
0: Not all firebenders are bad. Yeah, Which this no. season kind of teaches us, but the next season will, I think, beat us. Sorry, spoiler, Eric. The next season will literally take out a stick and hit us with it a few <laughs> times.
1: So, yeah. So, I mean, I just... I love that, and he's just such an amazing, just all-around great person, and he is such a, um, just an influence, and um, he doesn't really care who you are. He just likes to help you with, you know, just teaching him his words of wisdom and Mm -hmm. and what he's learned over the years, Um, and... It just he's great, so yes. Yeah, so but but I really did like a oh, Toph a lot better in the second half of the season
0: too. So I, of course, like both of them. Um, I was maybe it's I'm looking up Avatar stuff more frequently right now, or maybe whatever watches what I do on the internet realizes I was watching Avatar recently. <laughs> um, I kept on getting you know top ten top ten list of things you didn't notice in Avatar st- stuff oh. like that. Yeah, but they were interesting ones because one of them was top ten ways they really like dedicated to making Top's blindness be something that was like they they had to have they they had to have rules in the writers room or something because if you notice anytime time she they're flying she will um, like grab onto something or hold onto something. Or holds on to, like, Sokka a few times when they don't have the saddle. She's always having to hold on to something if they are not physically touching ground. And not a spoiler, but in the next season, there's a part where they're on a lake where it's all wooden ground. Where, where all the ground's wood. And she's holding someone's hand the entire time they're on that. Another <clears throat> thing is when, like, all the other characters see something and are all surprised. She's normally looking away or not paying attention. Right, And I'm like, those nice little touches are something I appreciate in this. Um, While not... Not spoiler for Legend of Korra, because, I mean, obviously some characters might remake appearances. um, They hold to it in that as well. But also the spiritual successor to this, the Dragon Prince, has a character who is... um, hearing impaired and they have them do sign language yes which is also another thing that, mm. that is really well done in that so i just wanted to point that out because i saw that list i was like oh this is gonna be dumb and i was looking through it. i'm like oh my gosh this is actually really cool another thing whenever she sleep there's a part where she's sleeping and you can actually see her her legs are propped up off the ground because how does she see with her feet right. which her legs mm. being propped up implies her eyes Probably are closed, closed. yeah <laughs>
2: Yeah. That's cool.
0: On that note, we're going to get right into this. Episode 10 of Avatar Season 2, The Library. This was <laughs> a two-parter. Yes. So um, I, I know that Netflix broke this up kind of weird. Yeah, they do. And I know you watched it on the Blu-ray. Yes. So did it break it? I mean, I think if the Netflix one, I remember correctly, it just... It's one episode, it's but one it e- has a kind yeah. of flip point so, where it shows the credits, but then just moves on.
1: Correct. So anytime yeah. you're watching a two-parter on the Blu-ray, it it just continuously plays, and it, yes, it, it just stops for a second, shows the title yeah. of the next episode, and then goes right into it.
2: Okay. Yeah. I, I kept waiting for, well, I, on Netflix, I kept waiting for the credits. I'm like, this seems like it should be the end, and then it just kept going, and I was like, I looked at, I paused it for a second, and it was like halfway through and i was like oh oh wait a second this just keeps going <laughs> <laughs> so um
0: because this season has a few of them they're mostly yeah. on the yeah. front end i think the other season has a few too but they also had like tagline specials that they used for a course uh i was about to say nintendo <laughs> nickelodeon
1: yes dun, 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 dun.
0: thank you i'm sure we <laughs> won't get flagged for that um the first one was called Which is the one we're discussing. The library in the desert is called The Fury of Hang. And we'll talk about the next one when we get to it. So uh, this, of course, um, starts out with them going on little adventures, uh, vacations, quote unquote. Yeah, they're
1: supposed to each do their own little...
0: Yes, vacation and everything. Toph doesn't get hers because she hasn't accrued enough vacation time as being part of the gang. (laughs) Yes! (laughs) Yes! But uh they, they are an oasis where they encounter a professor from Ba Sing Se. Once again, another Ba Sing Se at this point has been talked about a lot in the series. And if you haven't seen the series, you keep on going. They keep mentioning this place, which I'm sure Eric was like, Get there already. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, and don't worry, they get there. They get there. But um but no, it's it's a professor from the university who's um uh, looking for the hidden library of Wang Xitong. So, I think I pronounced that correctly. Um, but it's also in this giant desert, and apparently it's a vast collection of all knowledge. There's a ton of myth around it and everything, of like foxes bring the information to the, the, the keeper of the library. And the reason that the gang wants to go there is Sokka is determined to get some intelligence on the Fire Nation because course him being a great strategist and everything he try like he makes the point of what we're we just going to do fly straight in and just go right up to the fire lord which i mean they, they kind of do that vaguely anyways <laughs> but that's the whole premise of this um they all go into the library a uh, great joke at the expense of toff is made when they're going into the library and she's like i've seen i i've I've, I've held books before. They don't really do much for me.
1: <laughs> right.
0: So I, I thought that was a nice little touch and also a little nod to audiobooks If she says, if you can find me anything that's recorded, I'll listen to that. So I, I like that touch. They go into the library and of course meet this owl spirit. That is the, um, knower of 10,000, I think it's 10,000 things. Uh, and then, oh, it's sorry. I'm getting this confused. In Cora, that character comes back, and they, he makes a point of, now I know 10,001 things. Because he's taught something during that. But in this, each of them has to give something, some form of knowledge for him to be able to let them peruse the library. But his big thing is, you're not coming in here to wage to do anything to hurt other people, because I'm not about that. So... What is I'm I am briefing over a few things because there's a lot of just kind of just meandering in the library at times, but the whole point is they get to the the um, the eclipse basically the the day the sun went out and it's apparently the darkest day in Fire Nation history because they lose their ability to bend during that time. Of course, there's a observatory. It's not an observatory planetarium planetarium yeah, yeah I, I, planetarium. Like, I i was like i i was like i feel like i'm going to say the wrong thing but they of course um go there and find out that that's what happened that day and in a brilliant move they have to find they they're like oh we don't have to check every date possible we just have to check the dates between now and when the comet comes because after right. that there's no point and i'm like right well thought out good yes. good job storytelling on remembering <laughs> that that's a that that's a good point to keep so of course they um they go through find out that while the keepers like running through the whole thing and he's sinking the library down well going to cut back to what's going on with toff Appa's being kidnapped while Toph is attempting to fight off the sandbenders, which we were introduced to, which is kind of a weird... Well, high... she's
1: not fighting them off. She I'm... is stuck holding the she's library. She's trying to
0: fight them off or hold up the library that's slowly sinking.
2: Trying to do both and not succeeding. <laughs> yeah.
0: Succeeding at one, sort of, and drastically failing at the other. Because she also has trouble on the sand with her... Um, vision thing.
1: Yeah, she claims that yeah, it's, like, blurry. It's, yeah. Yeah.
0: Which, once again, makes good sense, and I do like where she's trying to, where she keeps sinking, and she does that thing where she puts her hand in, bends, and makes the sand solid. hmm I'd like that. That was a nice touch. But we get sand benders, which it doesn't really explain what they, like, how exactly they bend. Because it kind of seems be- like a hybrid of air and...
2: I just, I just assumed that sand bending is a type of earthbending because they were making at first i was like are they airbenders because they were making those little tornadoes to to you mm-hmm. to power their skiffs, and i was like wait i thought ang was the last airbender and then i was like oh wait that's a type of what they're using the sand to make a sandstorm not the air to make a sandstorm and i just assumed it was like a type of um subclass a type i thought like a subclass kind of like they talked about I, I can't remember if it was
1: the swamp. I think it was during
2: this where they talked about the swamp. Yep. The swamp yeah. benders yeah. were a type of water bender, and they could specifically work with the, the water in the swamp. So I just kind of thought of it as like a specialty within earth bending.
0: Well, I'm going to... Which n- is
2: why Toph couldn't see and work with it as much.
0: So hint, hint, nudge, nudge real quick. There's a mention later on by Aang about wishing he could metal bend, and we'll get to where that mm-hmm. vague mention leads. Because it is canon that she is the first metal bender, Ellie. Looking at you, looking at you right now. We'll we'll, we'll get to this this in a second. Um. Anyways, they get they get out of the library. The uh, professor stays back because he wants to learn everything he can. Why there's this angry spirit running around? That's this weird owl snake kind of thing. I. I I just say owl snake because it like extends its head really far out. Yeah, it's really freaky looking. Yeah. Good job on kid horror, if that makes any sense. Like it's scary, but it's not like nightmare inducing unless you're really terrified of birds. Goobs. Mm. Um, But that, but of course it ends with Appa, I mean, not Appa, Aang finding out that of course Appa is gone. Right and roll over to the desert. Uh, Before we get into this, any other notes or anything you guys want to mention about this episode? Because I'm trying to roll these two together, but at the same time, they are two very different stories, and done by two of the... Since they're still alternating between animation studios, one's done by one, one's done by the other. Which I do have high accolades for one of the studios later, but we will get to that.
2: I really did like the design of Wan-Chi Tong. You're right, just the... fact that it was an owl, but it kind of had some snake serpent like features. I I didn't, I meant to check it out and I actually never did. I I was trying to figure out who did his voice. It sounded really familiar, but um, I really enjoyed that character and thought it was, thought he slash it was super creepy. And uh, yeah, cool, cool time. Ellie, any
0: thoughts from you on this?
1: Not, Not really anything extra, no.
0: Nothing extra. All right. um seeing if the actor's done anything else uh he's been in some other stuff just random just a random voice actor who's voice actor yeah
2: i was was sitting there like the voice kind of sounds familiar but at the same time it's not specific enough that i'm like oh i know it's that one actor like i'm like i feel like i've heard that voice probably in another cartoon or a video game or something
0: i and you know what he's listed in a ton of cartoons and video games so there we go mostly mostly cartoons uh justice league justice league unlimited uh last man standing scooby-doo what's uh, sorry what's new scooby-doo so i mean he's been in other stuff (laughs) uh ellie would appreciate that he was in the princess diaries yeah i don't know if that's a movie you care about i just wanted to mention it because it just seemed like something to say
1: i have seen them
0: Alright, moving on to the desert. Um So I, I guess we need to take an ad break for cactus juice for a minute. Cause like this has that moment which keeps getting pointed to as like really well done animation. This isn't my like ode to perfection that I'll get to later, but um the cactus juice was a really funny scene in my yes. opinion. Uh, But, of course, uh, Team Avatar is stranded in the desert. Aang um, loses his crap over Appa being gone. And just we see a different side of Aang for a little bit there. Um, I I guess the fury of Aang came out during this. But but during this, of course, they're trying to... um, get through the desert and everything and then we pick up on what iroh and zuko are doing yeah which was a nice little touch uh they're being of course pursued by by like bandits and stuff the uh members of the fire nation which i'd like the touch of um that they were a singing group as well which i'm trying to remember yeah. if that pays <laughs> off or not I'm like, I know there's some stuff that's said, and then multiple episodes later, like you see them singing in the background or something, because if you notice when a certain character has a flashback, it's one of those marauders that was the one that helped burn their, his village. Did you catch that, Ellie?
1: Well, I mean, the people that are hunting, that are in that one scene, though, are the ones that are supposed to be tracking down Toph. But they happen to see Iroh. Well, well, hold on.
0: A no, no, oh. I'm talking about the the ones that were the Fire Nation ones. Then they get tracked by yes. the ones that are hunting Toph that just apparently become bounty hunters off of just seeing yes. a billboard. <sighs> I, I don't get the logic, but um, the whole thing that makes that premise is Zuko asks Iroh. He's like, don't, don't you have any friends that don't want to kill you? And he goes, <laughs> friends that don't want to kill me. And they go to a <laughs> random place where he plays a game of Pai Cho, Pai Cho, with um, someone, and he uses the White Lotus tile. Yep. Which, I think it has been officially established that there is something called the White Lotus, but, Eric, I'm, here's how I'm going to test the waters before I keep speaking. Eric, what do you know about the White Lotus? Uh,
2: absolutely nothing.
0: Okay. It's a secretive group. Iroh's a part of it. Keep a pin in that. So he's able to get help and get out of the area and everything and also avoid the two, um, people in charge of getting Toph back who also randomly wanted to become bounty hunters for a quick segment of the show. Um, Aang, of course, gets angry over finding out that Appa was, of course, traded to, um... Other another group of merchants that they muzzled Appa that um that they basically don't have him anymore it destroys several of the sand scooters and everything. Aang
1: does not Appa.
0: Well, Aang and Appa actually does. Flash forward, Appa does too, but Aang does in this particular episode. Um, there, there was some misadventures. We get of course Hornet vultures. I guess is the combination there. I mean By the way, all these animal combinations pay off in a later episode and I can't wait for it because it's so good. Um but yeah, we we basically get Aang losing his crap over this whole thing, and of course who's the only one that can calm him down?
1: Katara. Katara.
0: Katara again. So I guess they make up enough with them to um to get to get on their way back towards Bossing ba Say, which is also where Iroh and Zuko are heading too, so everything is pointing towards Bossing Say. So, Eric, how excited are you to get to Bossing Say? I am stoked. All right. So to conclude, we did the Library Desert, which are part of the Fury of Bang. Any follow-up things from this that are worth mentioning in your guys' opinion?
1: Um. I think they just, at this point in the show, they're trying to once again hammer home that the Avatar state is extremely volatile and that Aang has absolutely no control over it.
0: Well, Um, if there was only someone who could help him control that. (laughs) Wink, wink, nudge, nudge.
1: Exactly. So I, I think they're really trying to set up something in the future of how important it is for Aang to get a control of that.
0: But it's also showing how Aang deals with loss and how Aang handles himself in these situations, which not well going to throw that out there. That does not handle this. Well, I mean, he also like, it's not like you do find out that the course, the bison aren't something that are just freely available and around everywhere. And two, they bond for life as well which is something, I don't know if this series points out, but I know the other one does. It does. It, it does. does. Oh, okay. I, Did
1: you not just watch I, the ju- last part I of I just the show? watched
0: some stuff that was mm. talking about the connections between the two series, and Maybe that was mentioned. Maybe you
1: shouldn't while you're trying to just talk about Avatar.
0: Hmm, fascinating. Well, I wanted to double check because, of course, you being like, metal bending, and I'm like, no, it's something tough, 100% created, and I have factual evidence for that. Coming later, but we move on to September 15th of 2006. Yes, my um 19th birthday, actually. No, seriously, uh, September 15th of 2000, sorry, 2006 was when this two-parter episode aired, which was called The Secrets of the Fire Nation. Dun, dun, dun. Thank you for the sting. But yes, this this did premiere on my 19th birthday. Did I watch it during that time? Probably, I don't know. I can't remember. Um so what's my 19th birthday? I can't remember. 20th. Would be my 20th actually. My bad. On that. So, um after leaving the desert, the team uh decide, runs into a um Another group of travelers who have a pregnant woman with them. And um, they make the recommendation to go through the Serpent's Pass. Because, of course, with uh, Sokka being able to look at different um, maps and everything, he's like, oh, there's a Serpent's Pass. Apparently, that is the dangerous way to get to Ba Sing Se. So they, of course, are like, that's a bad idea. Uh, of course, going to the, do the, um, not the trolley. The fairy, there we go. Sorry, I cannot remember right things. I was thinking of planetarium earlier and (laughs) I was thinking of like astronomy tower, stuff like that. So they go to get on the fairy and guess who they run into? Suki! Yay, she's back! Yay! And also, of course, Sokka doesn't recognize her without the makeup on instantly, which shame on him. Uh, Ellie, did you recognize her when you saw her again?
1: Not right off the top of my head.
0: <gasps> it's okay. It took them having to remind me of that. And I was like, oh yeah, right. She does come back for this little part here to remind you that they are in the area and everything. So with them getting a uh, passage, thanks to Toph throwing around her um, credentials as a Beifong, they get passage to Bossing Say Se through the ferry. But the um, little group with the pregnant lady they were with, Got their tickets and all. The, it, it was their tickets and all their luggage stolen, right?
1: Yeah, pretty much yeah. everything they had.
0: Yes, but at the same time, at the same time, who else is getting tickets to go to Bossing Iron Iroh and Zuko, as well as the return of.
1: Jet!
0: Jet and the gang. Yes, Jet and the Freedom Fighters. So who's excited to see Jet well, again?
1: Jet and two mm-hmm. Freedom Fighters. <laughs> Yes. Not the big group as it was. Not before.
0: all of them.
2: <laughs> yes.
0: Yes. So, so they everyone is heading to Bossing Now, while they take a trip on the ferry, they being Zuko, Iroh, Jet, and the Freedom Fighter. It's Smeller B and Longshot. I think are the two. Because this one, you find out Smeller B's a girl. Yes. And Longshot doesn't talk, but everyone responds to him like he is talking, which is great. Mm-hmm. It's it's like Chewbacca. But instead, it's just without because everyone responds with Chewbacca with questions or like, what do you mean the hyperdrive isn't working? It's the (laughs) same thing. But it's this like profound, like you bring up a good point by him just sitting there silently. But, uh, of course, due to them not being able to go through the passage and everything, I mean, go through on the ferry, the gang takes the serpent's pass, which, of course, gets the nod of I don't know why it's called that like that's not setting up for what's about to happen. Uh so of course going through the past and everything, we get a nice romantic reintroduction of Saka and Suki which is also under moonlight. So um Yeah, that's not weird or anything, right?
2: <laughs> no. no. With, with
0: with his with his with uh, oh my gosh, I can't remember, but her being the basically the moon now. That's not weird. Yeah. I think that's why he didn't kiss her.
1: The moon spirit. Oh, yes.
0: yes. I 100% think that that's why he didn't kiss her at night because he knew he was being watched. So, but no, you get this whole adventure with um, with them going through the serpent's pass and everything. Finding out the namesake is because of a giant serpent. And I really liked how they tried to get through that one area where there was water by, of course, going down under the water using Water bending, but then of course having to utilize some earth bending and water bending again to make an ice break Which why didn't Toph just pull up a ton of the ground from underneath?
1: I, I have no idea, cause it. I mean, she does it like later on. She
0: she she does it pretty easily. She yes. does it pretty easily, but we don't get the great scene of her not being really comfortable on ice, but also her getting saved by. Suki, who she assumes is Sokka and is very excited, but then tells him. Go.
1: Yes, that was pretty funny <laughs> and awkward. <laughs> and,
0: and 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 I'm I'm just throwing this out there. Like, is is there something I missed with Sokka early on where he's like the most eligible bachelor in all of um the Earth Kingdom or whatever? Because I sorry, I'm going to jump forward real quick. We got Suki coming after him. We got the moon spirit who's already come after him. Toph may or may not have a thing for him. That's kind of an up in the air thing. And then we also have... not Ty Lee. Who's super like into him too. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there's one I'm missing. Which is sad. Ellie. What's the deets here?
1: I I don't see the attraction, but... um... There aren't a lot of people their age. Is it his boomerang
2: <laughs> skills? Sure. All right. I think it's the boomerang. I think he knows his way, yes. way around it pretty well.
0: Yes, it's the boomerang skills. So, of course, they make it to um, over the serpent's past, everything. Uh, Suki, of course, gets that kiss. She gets that kiss during daylight. But also, we get um, the woman going into labor and giving birth to... Hope. Yes, because what do they have now? Hope. I meant to write down that thing and be like, because it's, it's it's a lead into it, and be like, that's a great idea for a name, and use, like, The instead or something like that, but I thought that would be too dumb and
2: stupid to say on the show, but I did it anyways. You should cut to the clip of Princess Leia saying Hope at the end of Rogue One. Ah, yes,
0: yes. I feel like there's another... Oh, nope, wait, I'm thinking of something else. Uh, so we get to part two of Secrets of the Fire Nation, which there was a line, if you caught it, that Suki was pointing out that they were, that it's the rumor is the Fire Nation was working on some kind of secret project. And that's why they were patrolling the water so, so much. And we find out what that secret project is at the end of the episode. It is a fire, massive Fire Nation drill designed to breach the walls of Ba Sing Se. I gotta say, seeing Bossing say Se and seeing how the different walls work, uh, Eric, how much of Attack on Titan have you
2: seen? <laughs> I've seen like the first season of it. Yes, I got very, I very much got Attack on Titan <laughs> yes. vibes.
0: Yes, I, I, I did too. It was like moments where I'm like, you know what? I saw this first, but for some reason, when I see walls now, I'm instantly like oh, Attack on Titan. Right. And this does have walls within walls, where the closer you get to the center, the richer the people are. Correct. which Ellie, as our resident expert on Attack on Titan, is that the same thing?
1: Oh yes, most so. definitely. There's m- mainly three. Yeah. And I think
0: there's three walls in this yeah. too. Yeah,
1: there's the the inner inner circle, which is all of your like you know. I think
0: there's three walls with embossing, saying, then the fourth wall is the bigger. I can't remember. Yeah,
1: I'm I. Feel like they mentioned three, but there could be four. I I wasn't paying attention. Maybe to the those.
0: most inner one. I'm just thinking of the palace because the palace is apparently huge.
1: Yeah, because we'll there's there's like the the royalties are in the most center ring, and then the laboring we, people are like in then the next one, and then the like refugees as they're coming in. To be in clear, we're yes. talking
0: about the avatar yes. bossing say not wall maria and all that stuff from attack on titan but well, it's not insane. very dissimilar it's the same
1: thing though
0: someone copied someone else's homework uh, obviously attack on titan copied i was copied.
1: gonna say um well. I,
0: I i think the 2006 should have been an obvious clue
1: we'll say we'll be nice and say inspired by
0: mm, unless there are titans within the walls of bossing oh. say which oh. i can 100 percent say there are not <laughs> Because we get to see some of the wall come down later. <gasps> oh, no. But anyways, there's this giant drill that is, of course, making its way towards this. I towards
1: love this, this episode. Um, Go ahead with it, then. Yes. And, please, we're tired of hearing a, you talk. Thank
0: you. Go ahead with um, part two of Secrets of the Fire Nation. The drill.
1: So we get to see the the terrible three again.
0: Yay. Um, I mean, boo. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: I, I just... I love seeing the different groups working together. I love seeing the different ways that they're like trying to use strategy to to put the, you know, the cracks in the different parts of the inside and make the one blow and it'll just tear it down. Um, just, it's just such a lot of different elements in this episode that I just really like and it kind of... When you're first watching it, it it almost looks like a... I remember watching this thinking, the first time I saw this, I was almost bored with this episode because I'm like, okay, take down the drill already. We get it. You know, got to stop it. But when you really just take the time and really watch this episode, there's just so much going on in it. And um, I think it's very satisfying, especially at the end when they finally get it to stop and... And everyone's making the jokes about the sludge and the... It, it's just... I thought it, it's just a really fun episode.
0: There also is... I'll, I'll I'll get because there's another thing that gets set up. But there also is a great uh, Aang versus um, Azula fight yeah. in this. Where... Mm-hmm. Eric, I'm, I'm throwing you at a, at a bus again. Or in front of a... Oh, in, in front gosh. of a drill. In front of a drill. Have you ever seen... Anything from a series called Fire Force? I have not. Okay. <laughs> the reason I say that is because during this fight, Azula does like that build up thing to where she's like blowing flames out the back. And you kind of hear like oh, a. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which yeah, yeah. kind of vaguely reminds me of the sound from Fire Force whenever they use their ignite powers, not but not as, as good. cool. Yeah, i going to Not as say, cool. Not but still, when good. she does like that build up thing to where she's bl- like. Using mm-hmm. like afterburners to shoot herself across. There's a right. light little like build-up sound. Mm-hmm. I like the touch, but it's it's a great fight. I I, I like the whole yep. fight with between her and Aang and everything, and that Aang's not really trying to fight her as much as he's just trying to disable the drill. Right. Of course, you get um, Ty Lee and May, mostly Ty Lee, because May gives up when she tests. Oh to my go god,
1: and... she's so funny. She's like no. Nope. I'm, I'm not getting
0: I'm not getting yelled at by, by, by She can shock me with lightning all she wants. <laughs> but you get so... Ty Lee, of course, going after everybody. And, of course, obviously being like, ooh, Sokka. Yeah, Sokka's here.
2: Ooh.
0: Which, once again, don't get it. But I like the fact that both Katara and Toph were able to help plug up the slurry yeah. that was coming out because mm-hmm. of the fact it was a mixture of both water. And Dirt, which I'm liking that they're pointing out that, like, the elements kind of have a little bit of crossover in what Mm -hmm. they can do. Yeah. So, I like that. Of course, the drill's disabled after it does breach the wall, but doesn't really do anything once it does that. It's
1: plugged up, so...
0: (laughs) Yes. But, very important, Jet, Zuko, and Iroh, and, of course, Freedom Fighters, one break into the captain's quarters, steal some food and everything. And Zuko, of course, shows his value to helping them out, but doesn't want to keep going with them. But then Jet sees Iroh make a cup of tea hot. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. Which, of course, he obviously concludes they're firebenders, which we, as the audience know, he's 100% right, but But everyone else... But nobody
1: else else believes him at this point. No one else believes
0: him at that point. And I do like... How Zuko calls him out for being as smart as you are. I can't believe you just did that. Like, it was a nice touch. It was something so simple. But it was set up perfectly. With him complaining about the tea not being hot enough. And then you seeing the steam and him blowing on it right afterwards when they came back. It was a nice setup. Like I said, we as the audience know Jet's 100% right. But as we see through what happens in the later episodes... Man goes crazy about this situation. Like Well,
1: I mean, that's crazy. his personality. He he obsesses.
0: He's like I think we get some true good villains in this season. Like now in the season. Um one will come up later, but I I don't like Jet. I don't. And I mean jumping ahead a little bit, his his whole thing. I'm like, "Eh, whatever." I'm like he, i mean i i I can't be sad about it i i can't for what happens but yeah this 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 whole him being crazy about this adds to it for me so that's just my opinion uh eric any thoughts on the drill
2: uh i thought it was a great episode i thought the action was great like ellie was saying i like seeing all the different groups kind of working on the various areas of uh trying to take the drill down or trying to take down the people trying to take the drill down and uh, I just thought it was a really fun episode and I I really enjoyed it and yes I like the whole uh, working with the slurry because it's a mixture of earth and water and like you said it kind of it, it th- we're starting to see more of that crossover kind of like with the uh, the sandbenders creating sandstorms which are earth but they there's a little bit of air to it so mm-hmm. um, I'm liking I'm liking seeing all these different sort of crossovers and I started seeing it as sort of like, okay, lightning is kind of a form of fire and ice is a form of water or like swamp. Plant control is a form of water. And then you can kind of control sand, which is separate from the regular earth. But then, of course, we see, well, we know what's coming up here uh, later on. I mean, you already mentioned it, but like metal being another type of it. So I'm liking seeing there are these sort of variations more and more of of yeah. what it means to bend just these four elements.
0: Yeah, and there's something else, too, that can be bent. Ellie has, I, God, this was a visual (laughs) pot. The the smile that instantly appeared across her goddang face.
1: My favorite episodes of the series. I said episode. There
0: is something wrong
2: with you. Oh,
1: it's...
2: I, when, when we get to the episode... Oh. I want, wait, I, want that. I, I know this... I know that it wasn't this season, but I think I might know what it is. I think I might have seen something.
1: Oh. Possibly.
2: Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll get to it when we get to it. It's just the sickening smile on oh your face.
1: Oh, my God. It's fantastic. I just... I can't.
0: As, as a quick side note, I did <laughs> see something today. It was it was a little meme comic that, that was like people arguing about how to put cereal... Into a bowl and I got it safe, so I'll show it to you.
1: Okay. It's
0: it, it's it's a little meme of them putting the, the woman's like, Of course, you put it in the cereal first and put the milk in. And the guy's like, to play devil's advocate and you see this red hand go on his shoulder, and he's like, Dude, don't get me involved in this. <laughs> so so yes. That's
1: the best way to have yes. cereal.
0: Once again, to <laughs> prove that there is something wrong with you, Ellie. <laughs> the fact that that is like one of your top episodes of this show is disturbing.
1: Oh, hell no. Just wait. Wait till Eric sees it. He'll be like, I, what? I think
0: it's in the first half of book three. I well, think. there's two I
1: episodes will... that it comes up in.
0: Three. Or is four. it three? They're... Legend of Korra actually has stuff with it, Okay, too.
1: we're not talking about Legend of Korra, for God's sake. But God we're talking sakes. about
0: it. time is an illusion. no. No. Anyways, speaking of time being an illusion, you know what else is an illusion? The war. Because there is no war in Ba Sing Se. Yes, we're moving on to City of Walls and oh Secrets. Oh my the god. the first singular episode of the season where it's not connected <laughs> in like an overarching, which is weird because we go from two, sorry, four episodes that are technically two one-hour specials to this one episode... To then flipping to a another episode. Six episodes in one. Yeah, exactly. It's weird.
1: This episode So from this point on the season just just it just Like a
0: Drew going through the first wall <laughs> of <It's>... a city. <laughs> like it is just fast yes. pace.
1: Fast pace from here on out.
0: Yes. Yeah, so this see we we've gone down. Gone up a little bit. Now we're going through the loop-de-loops and everything.
1: I mean, wow. This is... I remember watching this for the first time and just being so amazed that this is a children's show.
0: Well, you know what's even better about it? This episode, this particular episode, with everything else we're going to talk about, this particular episode was nominated for a Primetime Emmy for Outstanding Animated Program... For programs less than one hour. Didn't win, but it was nominated. And like I said, it's kind of weird. This considering one, Considering the fact of what else we've got on, on the docket that could have been. it maybe it was one of those weird, like, has to be made by this point in time. I don't know, but
1: I think it's just because of just the pure mind F that you get from this episode. There's a lot
0: that happens in this yeah. episode, too. Yeah.
1: I mean, just... You know, you have you have the the culmination of the jet just freaking out and just going, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> I don't wanna wait anymore for proof. I, I'm just gonna accuse him.
0: Breaks into their house, steals their little fire starter things. Yes. And then Iroh of course you think he's got and nope, he just goes next door and
1: Yeah. I mean it's just just the and and you kinda of know it's gonna go there because you know that Prince Suku has sword skills.
2: He
0: is apparently, like, rid- I mean, you've seen it in the show, but he's, yes. like, ridiculously good within the world. He's, like, one of the top, like, swordsmen, technically.
1: And, and, and that's just another thing that I think just set Jet over the edge is because he's, like, how... What do I have to do here, you know, to just just prove this and he won't budge on the firebending and now well, he's hitting me with swords and it's just... And when he
0: was the blue spirit and rescued the Avatar, he took on entire Fire Nation fort and didn't use a bit of firebending.
1: Yes, so... Like, that's
0: how good he is with swords. Yeah.
1: And, and like...
0: We're not even getting to the Aang and what they're all doing now, during this, by uh, the way, yet. <laughs> the
1: jet thing is just amazing to me. The... It is so.
0: It's it's, it's, it's me, like a C.
1: To me, I like got chills down my arms of how freaking creepy the ending of this episode is with them in the brainwash scene. Like yeah. you're like, holy crap, they're going there. Like I just, I just thought that, and somebody else could talk about the Aang side of it, but mm. I just thought. That this part, and that's the thing, there's so much going on with all the different groups and where they're at in the show at that point. I thought it did really well to kind of merge everything together as one cohesive story inside of this episode. But I just really want to make sure that we do point out just how crazy the the Jet storyline is with the brainwashing in this episode.
0: It's a duality thing. And this season has a lot of this to where... There's technically two storylines going because yeah. the storyline going with Jet mirrors what's going on with the gang, but you don't find that out till the end right? when you're seeing that there's brainwashing and stuff going like that on because you just think Jet's just gone crazy and right. then it reveals what the gang's being told is happening to Jet at that very moment. It also has that duality with um, that comes really met, metaphorically and actually shown on screen between once again Zuko and Aang and as much as this is Legend of Avatar the Last Airbender this could be Legend of Zuko Prince of the Fire Nation and just work just as well because he has as much if not more character development than anyone else he's
1: going through it in this season (laughs) he
0: is and I love that they're setting him up for what happens later but also showing his character development and how much he's going through which we get a little bit of that here with the whole jet versus him and everything. Cause of course, um, Zuko and Iroh working at a tea shop, which is slowly becoming one of the best tea shops. Cause Iroh apparently knows a thing or two about tea. And of course we get the, the line from Zuko. It's just, it's just tea. It's just hot tea. I mean, hot, um, hot leave water or whatever it is. And he's like, I can't believe a nephew of mine would say <laughs> such a thing. So we get that. <laughs> Anyways, jumping back over to the gang, they basically are given residence within Bossing Say, um, and basically toured around the city and everything and given like all these special priv- like all these special accommodations and all this stuff. And Which is
1: meant to just distract them.
0: Bingo. They're being distracted and pushed aside by the Dai Li and the head of the Dai Li particular Long Fang by a and their tour guide or person that's with them is Judy. Right? Yeah, it's Judy. Yes. yes. Sorry, I thought I thought I got to confuse something else for a second. The, the, the next one they get is also Judy.
1: Judy. And you really get a, a like, body snatchers kind of feel with her. She's just so, Bad. like... I,
2: Big One. smile on her yes. face. Yes,
1: it's so creepy. I love it. It's just amazing.
2: I, as honestly, soon as she was there, like she showed up, I mean, that smile, I immediately, I went, uh, something's up with her.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> but
2: the whole thing is, um, they're wanting to talk to the king about
0: the war. And of course, there's no war embossing, say. So, and the Dai Li is, of course, this secret organization that's supposed to keep the cultural significant, cultural whatever bossing Sing say, but they're really just actually running everything where the king's just the figurehead that sort of just sits around and the Dai Li and Long Feng are the ones that actually run the city. And the Dai Li are very really cool because they have the um, stone gloves. Yes. And feet. I think it's stone gloves and they have stuff on their feet too, I think. But they also have yeah. the chain that they throw out, not bend out, Ellie. They throw chains out to cap, to grab people. Not bend it.
1: I love the way you keep saying that. You're the one that said it.
0: I said, "Are they bending those?" And I went, "No, they're not. Of course, they're not. Because we'll get to that. They're scorpioning it. it, it over I, yeah, exactly. They're scorpioning <laughs> it. So, so we have all that. It's basically set up that they are basically guests of the of the king, but not allowed to see the king or be involved in it. This scene also. I mean, this episode also has. Oh yeah, they're putting on a celebration for his bear. You mean his platypus bear? No, his bear. Oh, you obviously mean his dog bear. Or they, they go through a list of different things and it's just, no, just a bear. And they do the whole, this place is weird. I like that ba- just straight bears do exist yeah. in this world. <laughs> just
2: straight
0: out bears exist yeah uh,
2: like a bear not like a, a lion bear or like a lizard it's like it's just a bear
0: it's just a bear <laughs> and, and and they are weirded out by that too yeah. which i'd love so uh, obviously they they just don't have just normal creatures which how do they get the names for these things then i'm be- i have questions but speaking of questions, we move into the next episode, which
1: yes, and I want to run this one because you
0: can run this one, but I want to give credit to a few things, Eric. What does this remind you of?
2: Which one? The Tales of Bossing say yes. Uh, Twenty-two short films about the people of Springfield.
0: Also, three hundred big ones from Futurama.
2: Yes, that's true.
0: Yes, yes. As well as other shows that do the multiple story line, multiple right. stories within one. Um, shot with the non-Emmy thing from this one, but Ellie, I will let you take the lead on this one.
1: So, I love episodes like this. Um, I just... I was very, very, very... Uh, this one I love to just watch. and It has such quaint little... Little Moments. stories in, in here. Um, the the one that hits me the hardest is Iros.
0: Yeah, for, for multiple reasons, yes. too.
1: Um, wow. <laughs> it just... You know, he mentions throughout the show so far that he had a son and lost him. Um, and that scene where he bends over and sings to that little boy... Um, the soldier song and then you see the scene where he's um you know going throughout the town doing little things and being awesome and nice and then where he has the little memorial and he sings it again Mm -hmm. um while he's remembering him this one for me was just it was so touching i just it's this one was amazing
0: and the episode was also dedicated to uh, the voice actor who did Iro, who passed away sadly during the airing of this season. Uh, it, it, the episode, I mean, everything was complete. It's just he passed like while it was airing, so they did it as a tribute to him as well. They did get, of course, somebody to replace him voice actor wise, but it, he he was somebody that did a phenomenal job as Iro. And really made that character very iconic and everything. And, I mean, not that in the third season he's any different, but it's still, right. he did, the, the voice actor did an amazing job. And I love that it. it was not only a tribute to the character, but also the voice actor behind it. So right. now that we've covered the... Uh,
1: so, Ira was one of the stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Aang, um, he... You're, you're
0: skipping one. You skipped he, one.
1: I'm not going in order. Oh, okay.
0: Okay. I was about to say, if you're going in order, you you skipped one and you re-skipped it again.
1: Um, the, um... Sorry, Mr. Let's just repeat what's on Wikipedia.
0: I have to keep it up so <laughs> okay. I know what's going on. Anyway, this is a very in depth show.
1: Um, so then there is Aang, which I love this. He's, you know, has a moment and he sees these poor animals that are, you know, suffering and in horrible conditions and, you know, he takes just a couple seconds to kind of talk to the zookeeper, and the zookeeper was like, I, I just Nobody comes and sees them anymore, and I the just Diley don't...
0: won't give me money. Yeah, I
1: don't have the funds to upgrade. So, Aang pretty much just, um, he, he, he does his own thing. He does a little bit of, um, um, the Pied Piper, and, uh finds out it's more difficult than what he thought it was going to originally be.
0: Still builds an amazing zoo, though. Anyway.
1: Um, And we pied Piper the the animals through the town, which causes lots of chaos, and um, poor Cabbage Man gets, his cart gets attacked. <laughs> is, is this the uh,
0: third? Oh,
1: the I, I didn't keep track while I was watching it, but it's several times during the season. Oh, no, I
0: was I, was, I think it's the yeah. third overall. Mm. You know what? I could probably find it online. In the
1: series? Yeah. Oh no no no. You
0: d- it's I. More
1: than three. This is more than the third time. There was like several times just in the first season. So, um, and and then anyway. So, but then Aang does some um some earthbending and um and makes himself quite a little um, quite a little new zoo area for the for the animals. So it was just cute um i i enjoyed it i thought it was pretty cute
2: oh i thought that was gonna end with him like getting in trouble like he like ruined some farm or something like that
1: yes
2: (laughs) but okay so according
0: to online according to the interwebs that was his fourth and final appearance
1: oh no more
0: apparently yeah king of amashu water Bending scrolls the serpents pass which we forgot to mention all of them get destroyed when they're at the check-in point and tales of Bossing say so according to
1: but they're just listing episode appearances and, e, and they, there is
0: times where he's appeared multiple times right in the exactly same that's what i'm
1: saying so that count isn't accurate um so but anyway then we have the cute little days out for the two ladies Mm-hmm. Um Toph and Katara and they go to the little little spa and have a good day out.
0: Um As long as they don't mess with my feet.
1: Yeah, that that's
2: uh
1: <laughs> I mean it was cute, but like I said, there's other parts of this episode that are better than others. Um then you have <laughs> I thought this one was great. It was short and sweet and perfect, but Sokka when he accidentally Gets like butt kicked into a poetry, um, poetry reading, mm-hmm. and
2: a girls' poetry yes. club. All girls.
1: Yes, um, that was just entertaining in its own right. And you know he's it's, he's over there trying to to battle the.
2: <laughs>
0: it's haikus though, so it's five seven yes. five. Yes. Yeah, extra mean... syllable gets him kicked out. Yes,
1: <laughs> and I mean they hardcore throw him out. Too. That
0: is, you know what I, I want to get. Get get that image for like a gif or oh something God. of him just getting thrown. And just his face or he's like a torpedo going through the air. So
1: I thought that was cute too. Um, Zuko going on a little date. Hmm. Um, I thought that the end was super cute where he...
0: Which, wait, which part? Because there's a few parts where it could be cute and it gets... Go well, ahead, no, go I, ahead. I just, I
1: just like the part where he literally goes, he gets home.
0: Oh, okay, that part. And,
1: and Iroh was like, did you have a good time? Slams. And, and he slams the door and he's like, <laughs> and then he comes out and he goes. And
2: opposite,
1: yes. Yes. And then he, he like peeks his head out and says yes, and then it goes back. It was nice. So, I can
0: 100% <laughs> see unnamed daughter.
1: Uh, yeah, I was about to say
0: not not doing that for me, but but you could get that feedback from her yes. at some point.
1: Yes, I totally can see that. But it it was nice. It was he kind of lit his guard down a little bit and just tried to just enjoy himself. Um, thought it was pretty ballsy. Um oh, he used the, the, the fire bending it was, for the. I,
0: I like that moment. It was a good moment.
1: It was very sweet, like I said, but it was... it Because
0: was, it's a build-up. It's it a was, nice... She's hmm. talking about how beautiful it is where you can see all the stuff and he lights them all for her. Mm-hmm. and She doesn't even question it because she's so enchanted by the moment. Well,
1: and, mm-hmm. and it's another nice little touch to show that firebending could be used for sweet things, Something too. Something beautiful. Yes, not not always destructive. So... So you have that little part, and then the last one is good old Momo. Um, you know he's. You can tell being chased by
0: cat panthers. I'm yeah. assuming that's what they are. Yeah, it's a combination. Even though panthers <laughs> cats, not cat, quite cat
2: not quite panther. <laughs>
1: um, but the very touching moment when he finds the paw print, the footprints, and he like curls up in that. Um, and that was really sweet, but I thought it was cool that they,
0: we got momo a... vision though at one point <laughs> during that.
1: Well, it was just nice just, just to make sure to even give them a little bit of a, of a story um, as well. And not just the human characters,
0: but it also of course leads us into the next episode, but yes. before we get there, yes, going to go around real quick, Eric, do you have anything before anything on these episodes before we move on?
2: I, I really liked this episode. I thought it was cool getting the little stories and stuff like that. I, I wish that... I mean, they had to do it for time. But I kind of wish that Off and Katara got their own episodes. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of don't like It's like, oh, hey, here's the two girl characters. We're just going to shove them together. Uh, like, I like that story, but it was just like I, I kind of wished of all the episodes, like I wish they had kind of gotten their own. But still, that's my only complaint. And it's not a bad complaint. Overall, like this one, Iros, I, I think was by far the best one. It, and of course, it, I think unless you were just a stone-hearted, <laughs> uncaring, cold person, you you couldn't have at least you, you had to shed a tear. I know I did. Yeah, I was
0: gonna ask which one's everyone's favorite, but I think we can unanimously say Iros.
1: Yeah, I liked Iros the most
0: because there because there was another mention earlier when they're on the boat coming over. Iros like I never thought I'd. B- be you know oh I'm returning to the my greatest military defeat of my life as a tourist, so they've been making <laughs> references to it and everything. Right. Um. There, there, there's there's others later on too to it, but it's it is just something because we never get it. this. Is I think the first time we got it. No, we did get it talked about earlier in the season or last. That that's why that his son died.
1: Oh, yeah, it's been mentioned before. Okay,
0: it's it's just, this is the first time we've ever seen him, like, mourning or doing anything. Yeah. I mean, not that he doesn't, but this is the first. I, I was trying to think, cause I'm like, no, they've talked about it before and everything. So, as hinted at earlier and as talked about right now, we are moving on to episode 16 of this season, which is kind of a quick detour, but one that's needed mm-hmm. and also is set up for by... The previous episode, excuse me, Appa's lost days. Yep, so Ellie, do you want to take this one too?
1: Um, yeah, sure. So, it, we're basically getting caught up to find out what Appa's been doing. Since um, we saw the yeah, it, it takes you back to when he gets captured. Um, wow, this one, um.
0: It's fad. Th-
1: this one hits all the feels.
0: It hits all. Also, uh, this episode won a Humane Society award for portrayal of mistreatment of animals.
1: Um,
0: you you really
1: feel something. I mean, Appa goes through something <laughs> in in this time span, um, and I feel like this was almost a a poster kind of commercial for. All those, you know, the dogs that are in the like fighting rings, and they're they're bred in to the
2: be. An oh my god!
1: Yes, <laughs> I got scared there for But yeah, I mean, it's you can see as it goes on, like like how mangy his his fur is, and it's matted, and he's just he gets you know more distrusting and distrusting as yeah. it goes um and and it's all messed up well yeah and it's so sad to see him that way because when you first see him in the series he's just so sweet and lovable and will lick you and strong yeah i mean it's just it was really sad to see him throughout and then the the you know where the warriors kiyoshi warriors like she knows that appa is is afraid of fire
0: and is missing yep. at that time because of her, of Suki's interaction with Aang. This episode not only does a great job with Appa, but also sets up some stuff with, of course, the guru. It also sets yep. up the reveal with the, because ki- there's something you be paying attention. When Kiyoshi Warriors get mentioned later, you're like, wait, what?
1: Yes. But, but like I said, though, like. She knows the importance of getting Appa back with Aang. And, like, you know, she's waving the the stick with the fire on it just so to get, get him away. to go away. Because yep. she, even though she knows it frightens him. Um, yeah, I mean, somebody else can take their I, thoughts. I, I like but it's the, just, the
0: freeze frame of them fighting to know mm-hmm. that that's like... and And it's something that we know now that will be continued on in later... Well, one, in a later season, but two, that's a point that maybe hang on to what, what's freeze framing right there. Right. Uh, mm. I, I like this episode. I thought it was really well done. Of course, he gets to Bossing up Appa arrives in Bossing say with a message for um, Aang. Aang from the guru um, on, like, you know, that he needs to talk with him and everything because he can teach her about the Avatar state and mastering it. And he's at the Eastern Air Temple. Also, all those flashbacks to, to Appa as a little tiny oh
1: my gosh, bison baby baby Appa, so I could not. It was so cute.
0: And that little biting ring he oh bit on my it gosh. and it was dusty and everything. Yes. Um, no, phenomenal episode. I loved it. Did a great job setting up, and of course you see him get captured by Longfang. Um, Eric, you got anything on this one aside I, from uh, feels?
2: I liked him being in the. Um... It was this episode, right? Where he was in the circus. Yes. I, I loved that whole thing with the kid um, kind of being his friend and giving oh. him the hay. And then, of course, him escaping. It reminded me very much of Dumbo. And, oh, uh, yeah. And, uh, of course, everyone's, like, laughing. And the kid's laughing, but it's not, like, in a malicious way. And it reminds him of Bang. And then he kind of is, is uh, encouraging. He's like, yeah, go away. And then he, he does. So awesome. uh, I, I like that little moment, especially.
0: Fire Nation kid. See? Yeah, oh, yeah. All Fire Nation or Bat. See, that, that's something I
2: caught him watching. I was like, wait a
0: second. They're Fire Nation. And it's in the Earth King. Hmm. Interesting. Sorry. Continue, Eric. Oh, that was it. That was done. Okay. Um, Appa's Last Day. Good episode. Moved the story along as well as told us what was going on with Appa. So, we go back to the main gang in episode 17, Lake Lao guy. Anyone want to go on vacation? <laughs> I don't want to go
1: on that vacation.
0: Yeah. Yes, the gang is putting up... Um, Sorry, it starts <laughs> out with Sokka drawing Um, artwork of Appa, which by the way I don't know if you noticed it, there's a nod where you see Appa from above later in the episode, and it looks just like a drawing that he did. Doing... Do I want to say terrible drawings of Appa? I mean, he's really trying. He, <laughs> he is. is trying. He is trying. But the gang goes and gets ones printed and everything. And they're going around the city, basically spreading the flyers. Of course, one gets to um, gets to Zuko, who now who knows that the Avatar is there. So is he going to go after the what? What's going on with that? But we also get, I think, a great moment of once again... Um, them putting up the flyers and everything and Toff getting fed up with not being able to do anything to help and puts up a flyer and is like, I put it on upside down. She put it on actually completely wrong sided and then goes to help, um, help one of the other ones as they go around looking. But of course, who did they run into? But Jet. Yes. And nobody trusts Jet, which they shouldn't. But Jet has claimed that he is been came to the city to get a better start, also runs into Smeller and Longshot, who revealed that Jet had been arrested by the Diley and they hadn't seen him for weeks. And then we also get the reveal that, apparently, as well as being one of the best um, Earthbenders, is also a human lie detector Toph.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Which also leads to, if that's been an established thing, when Aang told her back when they first met that he saw an, that he saw her in a vision in the swamp, she could tell he wasn't lying to her. Hmm. Yeah, think about that earlier this season. Well, also, she's able to determine that they both aren't lying, and then, of course, Sokka, with his deductive reasoning and skills, was able to quickly point out that, wait a second... I think he's been brainwashed, and of course, he was right. But they, um, they talk of they, they keep on mentioning this whole Lake Lao guy because what did Judy say when she came back? She went on vacation to Lake Lao guy, and of course, it's the underwater CIA under the Pentagon headquarters of. It's about to say the Illuminati. Sorry, I've watched Doctor Strange a little bit too much recently. Uh, the Dai Li, where of course they're holding. Uh, prisoners, as well as brainwashing an entire squadron of Judies. Yes. Uh, and also holding up a prisoner down there. And, of course, they go break in, as well as the Blue Spirit, um, in a great moment, diverts one of the Dai Li agents, agents, capt- and then, of course, I don't think captures or kills him, just kind of holds him hostage long enough to get some information from him, to also go there. As long as you find out Iroh follows him as well, who I guess just kind of just went, just did Iroh stuff to get in there. I'm assuming he served everyone tea on the way in there. Had to have, (laughs) because I forgot, isn't this the point where they have their own tea shop? Yes, it is. They have their own mm -hmm. tea shop at this point. And and that's why Iroh's trying to talk him out of it, because he doesn't want him to throw away all this good stuff they have going for him. Because Iroh's tea is so famous that he got his own tea shop out of it. Yep. The, um, what was it? The something dragon. It's, um, it's not the Chubo. emerald dragon. Why am I forgetting it? Because he mentions it and he mentions, like, terrible other names. But, Still um,. Still not
2: there listening and screaming the name of it. Oh,
0: so, someone is. You you know someone is. So, um, Ellie, you want to take over with what happens to Jet and the gang while they face off against, uh, the. Dai Li and Long Fang, why I look up what Iro's tea shop is called.
1: Um, yeah, so basically Toff does the little like Earth Bend and pulls up the little pathway so that they can Flawlessly, go Flawlessly, by the way. Yes, so that they can go down underground. Um and
0: The Jasmine Dragon.
2: Nice. That's it. Yes.
1: Um but yeah, so so basically they're they're looking for for the lovely lovely um bison and um we have a fight that starts with um Jet and Ang
0: I made a mistake.
1: Oh.
0: He doesn't have the tea shop yet. Is he not? He does... They're working at the tea shop. He gets the tea shop, according to Avatar Wiki, in The Guru. But I think it's set up that he's getting a tea shop. Okay. But it first appears in The Guru. My bad. So not only was someone yelling at us, Eric, about the tea shop (laughs) name, they were yelling at us about us not... They don't
2: have it yet, you idiots.
0: So... I caught that Ellie continue. Sorry, I wanna I wanna make these as factually accurate as possible, thanks to uh course Wikipedia and Avatar Wiki.
1: Um No, so so basically there is a fight with the head of the Daily, um, and Aang and Jet. Um, and then we have a winter soldier moment where <laughs> <laughs>
0: How does a movie that came out years later, once again... You know what? I think the idea for Winter Soldier was stolen from this episode.
1: Well, so um, he says the code word, and um, it re-brainwashes Jet. So then Jet starts fighting Aang, um, and Aang was like, Come on, man, you're stronger than this. And then we have that fateful... um,
0: Change of heart.
1: Yes, and he, kind of momentarily breaks free, uh, long enough to have a fatal blow.
0: Possibly fatal blow. This is a kid show.
1: So- sorry, um, a, um, a oofing moment.
0: Oh, and I was about to say, no one's ever truly dead, as you found out from watching Stranger Things. Because <laughs> doesn't one of the characters that died in like season one just magically he's back?
2: Uh, spoiler alerts for those who have not watched it. No
0: one knows who clue what I, that that is the most out there reference possible. Oh,
1: I know exactly who you're talking about. I know you do. Okay. Um, so. Oh, sorry.
0: Yeah. Spoiler alert. I, I won't,
1: I won't talk on that because I don't want to get murdered. Thank you very much for spoiling things.
0: The crossover of Avatar and stranger things is i think probably almost the perfect circle so okay whoops but
1: but, um but anyway he he basically um he's lying there on the ground and you kind of know what's where he's going um and i i mean zinger i guess disagrees um i thought it was a touching moment um you know this this poor guy ever since he was a little kid i mean he had it rough his his whole family at a very very young age was basically taken from the fire nation he you know had a lot of vengefulness in his heart
0: you know who else had their family taken at a young age and stood up to an evil empire luke skywalker Okay. I don't know what reference I'm making. I'm sorry for making a Star Wars anyway. reference. Eric,
2: yay or nay on Jet? It's demise. I, I, I did. I I like I like Jet. I like Jet, and Boo! I agree that he's, he's been through a lot. And uh, I was, and it's sort of like you you, you want to see him finally get his chance to, and and you kind of go with this whole like, come on, Jet, don't 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 ruin this for yourself. And then the way he's kind of laying there, possibly dying. Uh, of course, we don't see a body, so. I don't. I. I honestly don't know. I don't know if he comes back in the third season, but I'm like, you know, we don't see bodies, so I'm going to assume they're back. That could be wrong. But I don't know.
0: Oh, and of course, Longshot speaks for the first time, which I think is a bigger moment in that episode.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, uh, just to finish up before I was rudely interrupted by Eric. No, by you. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just wanted to say, kind of piggyback off of myself and Eric. But no, I mean, he went through a lot and he really didn't have other family members to try to kind of help him through that. And he was kind of orphaned and <laughs> and kind of had to take care of himself. And I think it was a huge moment for him before he possibly...
0: Okay, I will give Wikipedia this. It I'm going to finish
1: talking first, Jet please. Jet is
0: fatally wounded.
1: Ugh. So, anyway.
0: It's on Wikipedia. Um, it has to be true.
1: The, um... As far as the... the Him, though, I just wanted to say... Like, I I like that he did get... I feel like he got his moment to be able to go out on his own terms. Um, and, you know, he was able to, to break that, which obviously would be very hard to break that kind of mind-washing. And, um, and he, he wanted to kind of kind of redeem himself a little bit. So I, I liked, even if he, quotation fingers, died there or not, I, I feel like he went out on his own terms, so I'm okay with that.
0: All right, so going to throw this out there real quick. While all this is happening, Zuko finds Appa. And is confronted by Iroh about what to do. And it's revealed that the Blue Spirit is actually... Dun-dun-dun! Suko. Sorry, I should have said spoiler alert before that. Someone might have had that ruined for them.
1: It's already been revealed a while ago?
0: I'm Mm -hmm. going with the people who might not have been paying close enough attention.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: So... Oh, wait. No, never mind. So you've never seen him actually take off the mask and yes. hold it? And I'm like, yeah, actually, you have several <laughs> times. Um,
1: um, Eric, can we boycott Zinger on the next episode of Avatar? Because he's really <laughs> sucking it up in this one. I'm I'm.
0: There There is a moment coming. There is a moment coming, and yeah. I will have my day in the sun soon. Alright, so, Zuko and Iroh, of course, are having an argument back and forth where Iroh's like you've come so far you know that he's chasing his destiny but is it his own destiny or is it someone else's all of this is going back and forth which maybe that's why Jet was going after him it wasn't over them being in a firebender it was him having a loving parental figure there for him did you ever think of that Ellie
1: Well, if you will rewind the footage of us talking, um, and I know it's hard for you to listen to other people because you just like to talk the whole time. I said because he had no other family members to help him. I'm proving
0: your point of the duality of the season to where they're doing a good job of showing different paths people could have taken. You are also
1: proving the point of you not listening to what anybody else is saying and you just think you have all the answers. I was reading
0: about the Jasmine Dragon.
1: Well, we know which, that which
0: I have a list of different teas. Eric, thoughts on this episode? Oh, uh, App, uh, Appa and Aang get back together at the end because he flies in and saves them.
2: Yeah, I, thought was, I thought it was a good episode. I, I'm curious to see. I, I really, the big thing was me curious to see if Jet and the Freedom Fighters made it out alive. So I guess I'll see when we get to Book
0: Three. Yeah, I was about to say you have no conclusion on that in Book. I mean, Book Two whatsoever. We move on to the Earth King. Now, there has been a vague idea passed around the Zygnus Studios. Spoken of in hushed tones, because it's not fleshed out enough as a possible idea. Maybe next week's topic, I don't know. But, um, favorite animated fights or most epic animated fights or must-see animated fights... Something along those lines. And while that's vague, enough for me to cheat on in the episode, Ellie has been like, you need to hone that in a little bit. Or Ellie needs to ellie it and actually make it a good idea. But the assault on the palace in this episode is a mwah, tour de force of an amazing job by JM Animation. <laughs> oh my god! Ah, I love the... the, the Sorry, the the gang, as it were, team back up with Appa, and the first thing they do is, of course, go directly to assault the palace head on. Oh, man, it's it's so well animated. It's so well choreographed. It's awesome. You get a ton of bending. You get a ton of awesome no-look bending while they're flying through the air on a bison, and then they're fighting their way up. I'm sorry, am, am, am I overselling this? I think I'm underselling How awesome the opening of this episode is! Eric thoughts.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that was really good. It was fun. You're right. It was very well animated. Uh, It was exciting. And I loved how passive they were. Like, it was a great fight, but there was a passiveness to it where they're like, we're not trying to hurt you. Yes. (laughs) We're we're truly on your side. Which I think added this, like, other level to it. It wasn't just like, all right, let's kill these guys or whatever. It's like they're trying to do their best to get them out of the... These guys are, like, going all at them and they're just kind of like you know making rock walls and oh, blasting it's... air and water to try and just push them away
0: it's so good it's so well animated just 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 ang standing on appa's horn as they're coming down oh man if i wanted one cell from this show because i want one cell from another fight but i I'll, I'll never own that in my life la please take note i will you can never get that for me because one i will be too happy and two i don't think it's something you can find anymore but if I could get one cell from this show... Even though I'm pretty sure this wasn't down on cells... Um, it might have been. Possibly. Uh, I would want the Aang on Appa's horn... Where he's like standing up at that weird fighting angle... Before he jumps down. Love that pose. Like it was just so cool. It was so cool. Anyways, I, I, I really like this fight scene. Of them storming... Because it, ev- everyone gets an amazing moment. Toph is just going, just Just awesome... Also, by the way, in my um, research to the side, everyone's like, how can she fi- find something? She can still detect the air, like rocks in air, because of her bending ability. Like, that allows her to detect rocks in the air. Other objects, it's kind of a little bit more questionable for. But, they of course finally make it into the, um... They finally make it into, see, the Earth King, where of course the Dai Li and Longfang are there, and he, of course, says, Oh, these children don't know what they're talking about. Um, and then the Earth King's like, Wait a second. This is the Avatar. And I love how he thinks it's Sokka at first, but then it pans over to Aang, who is currently handcuffed, but puts his hands up with no problem.
2: <laughs> hi <laughs>
0: Yeah, and then they get, he puts them back. So they have to prove to the Earth King that the Dai Li and that Long Fang are lying to them. So their first... And, uh, I guess, no, wait, sorry. Their first approach was to point out that uh, Long Fang had been bitten by Appa in the last episode. And does that work? No. He just claims it's a birthmark that happens to have the same shape as Appa's teeth. And while the king is like, ah, oh, that's possibly true, but I still don't believe you. They go to Lake Laogai to show him the underground fortress that obviously had just been breached. So what would they have done with it? Flooded it and destroyed it. Thereby making sure that body of jet is buried deep. Or is it? Nothing? Okay. I thought Ellie would have cut in there at least. Oh, wait. Ellie, your opinion on the opening scene of them assaulting the palace. It was good. That's it? (laughs) It's all you're going to give that.
1: I do love the moment in this episode, though, where she says, just take the bear.
0: That's way later.
1: But it's great.
0: That is way later. But you're,
1: I love it. She's like, eh, I'm not. No,
0: fighting. no, 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 no. That's that. Uh, Incontinuity. Incontinuity. That's another episode. That's a different episode. Oh, is it? Yeah. In continuity. Um. Anyways, spoiler alert, you've just ruined somebody's watching of this. Because I assume someone is listening to this, watching the episode, then coming back to this.
1: There's no way that they could because you're all over the place.
0: Like a flying lemur on cactus juice. I am. Perfect reference, by the way. Uh, so, of course, they get to finally... They, they of course, like, allow guys a bust... They go show him the drill, and it's the first time a, a Earth King King has ever been to the outermost wall. And, of course, they see the drill, and Longfang's excuses. Oh, well, of course it's imported, because you know that stuff's better. From the Fire Nation? Come on, man, you could have done better than that. And he gets arrested by Dai Li agents who give each other a knowing look, which I think is like, yeah, we're going to do this, because I guess so. Even though we know that the king is just a puppet for the dai Li, so we'll see how that turns out but everyone cheers cuz they are getting ready to plan the invasion of um the fire nation on the darkest day uh team avatar is also working together i mean they also found out that longfinger was receiving uh telegraph i mean sorry letters and stuff from toffs mom wanting to meet her in uh, Bossing say, uh, there's also reports and intelligence of a Water Tribe fleet, manned by Captain Hakoda, who, as we know, is Sokka and Katara's dad, as well as Aang receiving a letter from the Guru about mastering the Avatar state. So we have everyone achieving their goals, and everyone's going to go out to, to, to do the stuff. They they're finally winning. We've got. We got um, two episodes left in this season, so everything's looking up, everything's looking positive, and then it's mentioned that the Kyoshi Warriors are there to, to see the king, and of course, Sokka, not knowing any better, is like, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, there, I'd trust anything they'd say, and then when Toph arrives at the place, it's a rundown building, but she can't tell that because of, of course, her being blind, and she gets captured by the two wannabe bounty hunters. In a metal, metal, Ellie, metal, like cage thing. And of course, Aang goes off, and I no wait, I think that's the next episode where, hmm, because I think that's the next episode where um, Katara finds out that uh, they have the no, it is, it is, because we talked about this. So sorry, I'll get to that, in the guru. Eric, any final thoughts on the, the 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 everything's going well and nothing can possibly go wrong moment in this season? <laughs>
2: yeah, no, this one this one ended, and I was like, yeah, shit's gonna happen.
0: Yep, Ellie. Yep. By the way, if you watch one Avatar fight, make it the beginning of this episode because it's a good one, phenomenal. Love it. Like I said, it's the choreography. Everyone has their moment. Everyone has a great, great great time ellie is rolling her eyes at me right now because i I cannot get over how awesome this opening scene is and imagine this one wouldn't even make my top three list if we did that list i know shocker indeed so next we go on to the guru and avatar did that aang travel there's too many a names avatar aang there we go travels to the eastern air temple to meet with the guru uh, to help him train to master the Avatar state and unlock his chakras, which I like the little explanation of the tide pools and everything, and, and how they can get gunked up and all that. He also dropped off Sokka for a family reunion with his father. Azula, Mei, and Ty Lee. plot a coup to overthrow the King of Ba Sing Se and take it down from the inside. Toph, of course, is captured, and Katara discovers that Zuko and Iroh are in the city, doing the most diabolical thing possible, running a tea shop (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh crap i forgot i forgot in the um in the earth kingdom i mean earth king episode we did have of course zuko going through a crisis of conscience where he was battling with fever having hallucinations of being the um fire lord as well as being a avatar i forgot about that whole thing But he came out a changed man in the end, who is...
1: So we thought.
0: Mm -hmm. We'll see. All right. Sorry, I forgot about that note. So, anyways, as I said, Qatar discovered them doing the most diabolical thing possible of um, having a tea shop. So, she runs off to warn everybody, but it is, of course, captured by Ty Lee and... um, And Azula, after blurting out. Oh, no, wait, she doesn't blurt that. The king blurts out the fact that the only way to stop the fire.
2: It's like everything. It's like he couldn't even. Like the way he even said it, I watched the episode, I'm like, dude, you just. It wasn't even. You could have even said that in so fewer words, and you just blurted out everything they need to know (laughs) that you know. Yeah. Oh,
0: sorry. Katara blurts out that Iroh and Zuko are there. So. Uh, apparently everybody in the like these these few episodes, actually this episode here is um is very hey we need to move the plot along so let's just blurt out the first thing that comes to our mind that could possibly um help move this plot along a little bit so that's what everybody's doing so of course Aang's going through the different chakra points and kind of having a nice. If there was ever a flashback episode, I guess, or clip show episode, there we go. Simpsons reference of clip show episode. This is close to it because Aang has all those flashbacks and everything. Um, So we get all that. Um, Definitely reusing some old footage and everything like that. So we get all that. Uh, But then, of course, as he's going through all the enlightenment, releasing all of his chakra, he has a vision of Katara in danger. While at the same time, the most diabolical tea shop in all of Ba Sing Se gets a request to serve the king tea. And do you think they take that offer? By the way, I do actually have the Jasmine Dragons tea list here as well that we will go over at the end of the episode. So, I know, Ellie, contain your excitement. Uh, Of course, Aang meets back up with um, Sokka to get him to head back to Ba Sing Se. While Toph is, um, still captured at this point by the two wannabe bounty hunters. Um, you know what's weird? It doesn't say she escapes in this episode, but I know she does. Because it's during that whole time where, oh, no point, it does way earlier on. Um, where the guru's talking about how, like, all the elements kind of have an intermingling and that stuff's made up of, you know, the main elements and everything we get tough kind of discovering that metal of course is made from earth and what can she bend earth which which can she bend now metal thereby becoming the first metal bender which is
2: badass just gonna
0: throw that out there
2: eric your opinion on metal bending i thought it was very cool um i know that there was the one episode that really that established that earthbenders couldn't bend metal when they were on the the prison in the middle of the ocean yeah and and i and i I know that some things like in throughout all of like fiction video games all that kind of stuff like that sometimes metal and earth are kind of grouped together and sometimes they're considered their own distinct elements um and i was like okay this is one of those things where earthbending is not metal bending and there is no such thing as metal bending so then as soon as he as soon as she was when she got captured in that metal thing i was like Feel like something's gonna happen and she's gonna be able to bend metal or something like that. And then when he started talking about it, I was like, "Oh my god, she does!" I uh, and there
0: also is a nice little mention earlier during the Drew episode where where Ang mentions that he wishes he could be, he could be a metal bender, mm-hmm. as just a little wink, wink, nudge, nudge, nod to that. Ellie, thoughts on metal bending? Even though it's not your favorite subcategory of bending,
1: it's not, but it's super awesome um and it obviously makes sense that eventually somebody would be able to do this because you know like it's mentioned in the episode um metal is just refined earth Mm -hmm. um so um i think that is super amazing and i'm i'm glad that they waited a while though, because obviously it makes it more special that way. And she, you know, she unlocks this when she's in a severely, um, you know, bad spot. Um, but yeah, no, I I loved this part of the episode and seeing seeing her progress with her powers. It's it's always fun in shows like this where people have powers to. You know, you kind of know early on what, what they can quote-unquote do. So, it's nice to see them evolve with their powers as they get stronger. So, I loved this part.
0: Um, I was about to say, I don't know if you had anything else, Eric, real quick. I'm trying to look up something because they're actually... I think it's one out of every hundred Um. Earthbenders can potentially have the ability to bend metal. Like, success... I I think almost any of them can do it. It's just doing it well is something that, like... Only a very fixed number of people can. Like, it's like... (laughs) I think it's one. I think they said one out of every hundred is able to do it. And then there's even subcategories of metal bending on top of it too. I just like how just she can just put her hand on something and just basically just crumple it like yeah, it's just tin crush foil. It, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's it's really cool and um. No spoiler, no spoiler, Ellie. But she, let's just say what she's able to do with it in later parts is amazing. Yeah. So just. Just throwing it out there real quick. Just throwing it out there, Eric, for you. Or whoever hasn't seen this yet. So, oh, great stuff. So, so of course, we get that. We get the metal bending being revealed. And then she, of course, zips off on... I'm, I'm sorry I'm going to say this and I'm a child. What looks like two butt cheeks as she rides off into the distance. <laughs> I'm not wrong. Okay? You're I'm not. not. <laughs> I'm not. It, but it, it's, it's one of those things to where it's like, I mean... How else would you try it, it's one of those things, it looks silly, but it's like I don't if if you walked up to me and they're like, show somebody like earth bending moving fast, I probably would have drawn the same thing. They're like, it looks like a butt cheek it looks like butt cheeks. I don't know what else to tell you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you. So of course, Aang leaves before fully unlocking the avatar state, and of course he's warned that he can no longer that he can't go into the avatar state avatar state because he's on, he's unlocked 6 of the 7 chakras and cannot go into the avatar state with them being with the final one being blocked.
1: Well, he also states that if you leave now, it'll be blocked basically forever. Like you won't be able to unlock it
0: because he didn't go through the final part yes. of the thing. So, we get to the crossroads of destiny, final episode of this season. So, Whose destiny is it? Is it Zuko's? Is it Aang's? Who knows? Because I think this is as much Zuko's episode as it is Aang's. So, Aang and Saga, of course, reunite with Toph and set out to find Katara, who's in, like, a crystal cavern down under... Well, what we find out is under the, of course, palace and everything. Um, Iroh and Zuko are greeted at the palace when they go there by Azula and the Dai Li... But of it, th- okay. Does anyone have a favorite moment from Iro that's not part of the Tales from Bossing? Say, because there is a correct answer to
2: this.
1: I mean, I liked a lot of his stuff, so that's kind of hard.
2: Okay, Eric. Yeah, same thing. I, I just like every the time he's on screen. I'm just I like him.
0: Okay, so to put this slightly above it, I loved where they where they were getting captured or about to be captured. And he's like, do you ever wonder how I got the name, the dragon of the West? And and Azula's like, uncle, I don't have any times for your, one of your anecdotes. He goes, no, it's more of a demonstration. And it just blows fire everywhere. And I love how he's running out of the room, still blowing fire back into it. Oh, such a great, like, I love the setup. I love how, because you as the audience member think that's where he's going with it too. That it's some like weird philosophical statement. It's like, nah, I'm just going to show you why I'm one of the best firebenders there ever was. Oh, it's such a great thing. Um, of course, he jumps out. Um, Zuko decides to stop running. that That since he's a new man, he's going to face her head on and everything. And of course, gets captured and thrown down with Katara where they have a back and forth with each other that has a very 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 obvious plot device held up at one point going hey I'm showing you this to not only remind you but the audience that I have this right the because the I special vile I I almost wanted the scene to pause and point and be like this is important <laughs> do you remember this because we forgot about it for the entire season. So it's pointed out that she has a vial of water from the spirit well or whatever at the North Pole, which that's supposed to have magical properties, quote, unquote. And that she does have a healing ability. So she was possibly going to try to heal um, Zuko's scar and everything. And she actually comes to kind of trust him, too. And they have a mm-hmm. moment. 'Cause she's like, Oh my gosh, she might actually have changed. Well, <clears throat> of course, um Azula, I mean, of course, sorry. Iroh goes to find some help because he knows the Av team avatars there and everything because of what was said and everything. I don't know how he knows where they are though. I guess just ran oh nope, wait, he has the Daily agent captured. I forgot he has that yeah. Dylee mm-hmm. agent captured. That's how he knows who they are. And I, I, I love the moment where Toph's like, Oh wait, it's an old friend. And
1: yes, that was cool.
0: It, It's nice. Cool. Cause she I has, yeah, she hasn't had any interaction with him as being a bad guy. So, and I mean, he really kind of isn't a bad guy, quote unquote, but no, I mean, it's, it's, it's a great little team up. Also, um, Aang and Zuko, I mean, Aang and Iroh get a nice moment to talk with each other, kind of about stuff, while they're tunneling through, tunneling down into the caverns and everything. Um, so that's very cool. Of course, we have everyone split up. Um, Zuko, I'm not Zuko, sorry, try to keep all these names straight sometimes. Sokka and, um, Toph go to get... Rescue the king and everything, and that's where you get the "just take the bear."
1: Yes, I love that part.
0: <laughs> yeah, because they, they. I mean,
1: she's so funny of a character. Just the she'll she loves to fight, and she's like, "Oh man, I'm bored. Give me some action!" But then she'll she'll turn around and be like, "Eh, I, I'm over it."
0: Yeah, I I think the pairing of Azula, her, and, um, Ty Lee are a really good pairing because Ty Lee is so over-the-top bubbly. Yeah. And she's so, like, (laughs) hot-topic, if that works. And then Azula is like, her own brand of crazy, which we will definitely see more of later. So, um, so, of course, um, they get in, they break into the area where Katara and Zuko are being held, um, Aang and her try Aang and her try to make their way out while Zuko and Iroh have another little chat and everything. And of course who they get head o- headed off by Azula, who also tries to convince um Oh man, why did I forget his name? Zuko, there we go. Sorry, try to give everyone's name straight right now is hard to do. Um we, of course, have that whole standoff, and it's a crossroads of destiny, because as Iro pointed out, Zuko, you have a whole new opportunity in front of you that don't throw it away, and Aang has a whole new opportunity with the Avatar State in front of him, but it's blocked right now, and he has to let go of worldly desires and stuff, such as...
2: Katara. Katara. Yeah. No,
0: yes, yeah, Katara. And he didn't even get a chance to tell her what he wanted to, because Sokka interrupted him. So... Big fight happens. Definitely a cool fight. No assaulting the palace, but still a good fight between them, and, between them and Azula. But then who shows up to possibly save the day? Zuko. And what does Zuko do instead of save the day? <laughs> uh, Not
2: save the day.
0: day. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then basically being overwhelmed, Aang has no choice but to go into the Avatar state and as it was pointed out too in an earlier actually i think was at the beginning of the, yeah it was at the beginning of this season uh if you die while you're in the avatar state it ends the avatar line
1: like forever, forever. <laughs> yes yes
0: it doesn't move on to water which is next it just ends it it's gone doesn't exist anymore so while he is up in the air powering up Azula does the thing that everyone in Dragon Ball Z, Bleach, Naruto should have should do to begin with. I'm just throwing <laughs> it out there. She does the thing that everyone's like, "Why doesn't they just they just do this?" She lightning bolts him straight in the back. And then um Katara, freaking master of the ocean, aerials herself on the wave to go save him.
1: But only cuz I row is, yeah, I- Iro
0: jumped in. To yeah,
1: help him. he's he helped kind of stall and hold them back. Only as as he only holds them
0: off until they're gone. And he stops yes. immediately. Yep. So, and then he gives that dis- He's the, he gives of course, Zuko the. I I'm wouldn't not,
1: want Iro to look at me like that.
0: It, it is as parents, yeah. as parents. Yes, we know exactly what look that is. Oh That's, yeah. I'm not upset. I'm disappointed. Disappointed. Yep. Yes, which is way worse way worse so thus ends this episode of them fleeing from a overthrown oh sorry i forgot we got the whole um standoff between azula and long fang where the dai li come in to unthrone her because she's taken over and the dai li side with her because she's obviously the stronger one as she basically picks apart long fang emotionally like a <laughs> Like a like a true mean girl. Yes. I don't mean mean girl as in like a mean girl. I mean mean girl as in referring to the movie. Mean I
1: girl. mean she she definitely tears them apart.
0: Stop. She's trying. like
1: you weren't even an option.
0: Yes. So that ends with the all is lost moment. So Eric. Yeah. I guess you know that Aang does survive since we have another of book course, to talk yeah.
2: about. Of, of course, I, I know he survives, and the thumb, the next thumbnail on Netflix for the next episode was him with hair growing. Ooh, in.
0: whoa, someone cheated and saw him with hair. Anyways, um, so what do you, what, what, what do you think we're gonna have in the next season? What is your own so prediction?
2: my biggest thing is I'm trying to figure out Zuko's Actions at the end. Because part of me is going, did he truly revert back that easily because he seems so much happier and calmer? Or is this him kind of doing his whole, like, he's he's pretending to, to, to have gone back so he can double cross his sister and finally have his revenge? Like, did he see the error of his ways and realize that the only way he can truly stop this from happening is to kind of pretend like he's siding with her? I don't know... What is gonna happen uh, with that whole thing? Uh, the other thing is, of course, the whole. So first off, when he left the the air temple, the guru was like, "If you leave now, you can never become. You can never fully master it." Well, then he started mastering it again, even though he yes. left. But then, of course, but so I was like, okay, so the... he was able to try and he was able to do that again. However, he did get you know, struck down, but resurrected. So my whole thing now is, a even though he was. I guess maybe technically dead. I don't, I don't know if he was just really hurtly, hurt badly or if he was dead and brought back by the, uh, the magical uh, water plot device. I don't, I don't know if the Phoenix down, uh, I, don't <laughs> was, um, I don't know if he was, I don't know if he was truly like that, that, that ended it, or if he's still completely blocked off. Uh, he had that conversation with Iroh about like having to find your own path and you have to kind of keep going through the darkness to find the light and so i know being the show he i know he's gonna find a way to achieve the avatar state i'm just curious as to how he's gonna do it um i mean not not spoiling anything here
0: not spoiling ellie not spoiling um i i i think you bring up some good points but it was established if we all remember, Ellie, if we all remember that he had to, he was, he did open that final, final chakra point to right. attain the avatar state. But when he was hit, it showed the avatar state kind of
2: going in flux. Collapsing, yeah. Yes. So what does that mean is the bigger question. That's, right. Well, that's why I, I'm not sure what's going to happen. Cause I'm like, was he just being knocked out? Is that the actual avatar royal the the royal overall avatar is that it dying is that it dying uh that's that is that plays into my questions about like is he gonna have to is i mean i could see that being part of it too like him having to kind of go into that state and try to i don't know almost revive it or something like that because we've already seen him go into the spirit world mm. in in other ways before so i'm almost like could that that whole thing play into it so i don't know
0: all right Um, I mean, Ellie and me know where this goes, so I don't want to, I mean, we can't really say anything. I'm just excited to see more stuff from all these characters and everything. See where Zuko's journey leads him as well as what's going on with Aang. Um, it's a very mild touch, but he not only has that scar in his back, there's one on his foot too. Does any, does anyone want to guess why there's one on his foot as well as his back? Wait for who? Aang. He has a scar in his the bottom of his foot too. Oh, I don't I didn't catch that. It I. okay, Ellie, I'm looking at you for this again. I accidentally was just relaxing in my chair at the end of this episode and it autoplayed the next one and I watched about ten minutes into the next I've I've seen them all before. Don't give me that. And I've watched like the first ten minutes and I was like, Oh crap, this is the next season. And then hit stop. So, my bad. But he also has a scar on the bottom of his foot as well. And I think that's from where the lightning discharged the ground from. Because, of course, uh... if you get hit by lightning, it has to go through you. And I guess the show did that logic. And I'm like, good good, good job details. to them. Good job on them for that. <laughs> um, no, I'm, I'm just, like I said... I'm excited to see where we go with this next so on that note real quick to just review with our dear listeners as well as eric myself and ellie for what we are going to be doing next we will of course be doing book three fire wonder if that has any meaning to it dun 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 and that will be let's see here there are 21 episodes in that but Sosan's comet is episode or four episodes all into themselves. Oh my god! I just realized the episode that leads into that one. I I can't say what it is because it's a huge spoiler. But Ellie, I'll um, I'll talk to you on that. Uh, let's see here. So we have a total of you know, we'll do this afterwards. We're just going to do the first half, the second half, and then we're going to do the final um, four episodes technically as like a final conclusion as well as a look back onto the series and our thoughts on it. So with that being said, Eric, what are you playing this week? What do you want to pitch? What do you want to plug?
2: I guess I am playing a ton of fall guys. I love that game so much. I've had a blast with it. All right. Um, yeah. You're now in the season finale of the boys. It was a good finale, but I didn't think it was good as I didn't think it was as good as the previous two episodes, the oh. previous two episodes, especially the, not the next to last, but the next to next to last. That was the best episode of the season. Like, that was fantastic. The episode after, it was really good. Finale was good, but it just... It left me kind of wanting more. And at first, I was like, was I just not in the mood for this? Or did it just hit me wrong? But just kind of judging what other people were saying online, I, I, I realized I'm not alone in that kind of thought. But they had a lot of things to kind of wrap up. But it was it was good. It was, it was still good. And uh, I've actually started reading the graphic novel of the boys Hmm. and thoughts so it's very different it's it's it was interesting reading invincible and seeing because i feel like invincible the show is as different as that was was still very close to what was happening in 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 the comics there a boy's comic is like completely different like just how the story is structured how some of the characters are which I knew some of that going in, but I mean, just like this whole other, just tons and tons of other characters that are not even in the show. I mean, we have, I feel like we haven't even seen that much of the seven compared to, I mean, they're, they're like the main focus of the show. Whereas at this point, if I had been reading this and then was watching the show, I'm like, wow, they really are doing way more with the seven. It seems so.
0: Yeah. Um, Cause they don't even start out going up against the seven. If I remember, I mean, I've, I've seen synopsises of it. But yeah. um, I, I know that there's a lot that's different and a lot that they kind of retool, if that makes
2: any sense. Absolutely. There's a lot of it where it's like, here's this situation that happened in the show, but in the comic it happened involving these characters instead of yeah. these characters. Or this happened way at the beginning of the story, whereas like it was something that happened toward the end of the season and like this newest one. So it's structured differently. There's a lot of different stuff, but not in a bad way. Like I'm really enjoying reading it. It's almost like reading like an alternate universe of, of, of the boys. Um, so I'm, I'm enjoying it so far. I, I, there's six compendiums. I'm toward the end of the second one.
0: Oh, wait. So, you know, the fact that like all the boys have powers too, though.
2: Yes. Yes. Well,
0: powers quote unquote, but it's just, extra durability strength and it, yeah the it's, basics it's, yeah it's it's like cookie cutter stuff so yeah sorry i was about to say i'm like wait i don't know if they've revealed that yet
2: yeah no no they they definitely have
0: but it's so mundane of a thing that it's
2: kind of like oh whatever
0: all right ellie are you playing and or watching anything because you are done with stranger things
1: yes i finished um both parts of season four Um, I started playing Deathloop and I have been enjoying that. Um, and yeah, I don't, I might go back to, um, watching some more Marvel. I haven't decided yet.
0: All right. Um, before I get into it, as promised, uh, the menu changed over the years after its customers suggestions and requests, but the following teas could be found at the Jasmine Dragon. I'm not gonna go into the description of each. And I'm not gonna go over each one. But there is a metal brew, a white lotus tile, bender tea, uh, oppa blend, red blooded nephew, cucumber aloe juice, jasmine green, And several different varieties of jasmine tea. So there you go with that. Um, I feel like I had something else I was going to say before. Oh, uh, final thing for Eric about Avatar before I move on to what I've been up to. Is um, Bender a a, um, Earth Bender?
2: Bender from Futurama. He's a girder Bender, specifically. Ah. all right.
0: (laughs) all right i i I do do love the meme where it shows bender like walking and it's it's he's the greatest bender i've ever seen and it's got him with the (laughs) avatar tattoos all right so what have i been playing a, a drum roll please because I will probably be finishing up the story campaign for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge.
2: <gasps> hey. This is the
0: first time Eric's learning about this. Shocker do everybody. Did I buy it? Mm, not really. Am I playing it? Yes. How did that happen? Well, Hulu was like, hey, we've noticed you're a customer. We want to give you three months of uh, Game Pass for PC. And I went, wait, I have a PC and i have hulu (laughs) so i have game pass for the next three months and that was one of the games on there so i was like what a better time than to try it out and we will probably be doing a patreon episode not the one you that's available this week but later on once i've beaten the game with me and eric discussing it or just a full-on episode uh until then we'll be back next week with another nerdy topic so yeah keep bending the show.